Hello all and welcome to this week's Rejoice podcast for Supercoach Page. So first off, as always, I hope all your teams scored really well this past weekend. I personally had a shocker, uh, two zeros and Ablett as captain, meaning I only scored about 20-52 I think. Uh, That's alright though, it looks as though I'll be making finals regardless. But enough about me, let's talk about you guys. Uh, As you may have seen during the week, our fans on Facebook were asked to send in their questions for me to answer on this week's podcast, and uh, I tell you what, I've got some good ones, so uh, you've got to keep in mind, it is round 17 this week, you know what that means, there's only three more weeks of footy until Supercoach Finals, and that kind of links in with this uh, next question, well, it's not really a question, it's more of a statement, Um, but it says, uh, I'm trading Ablett for Robbie Gray, Dunstan for Bartell, which leaves me with one trade left. Uh, I need to win to make finals, so I'm risking it all. So first off, good on you. Uh, If you're fighting out with a few teams for a spot in the finals, holding trades is essentially useless. I mean, think about it. You might not make finals if you don't use the trades, and if you're not going to make finals, then you're not going to be in contention for the number one ranking at the end of the year, which, you know, can be why people tend to hold trades. They think, oh... You know, if something might happen in the last round that, you know, could be the difference between me leapfrogging a bunch of people to, you know, a really nice ranking. But, yeah, if you're going to miss finals regardless, you're probably not anywhere near that ranking. Um, so, really, you need to go all out in these next few weeks if you're in that, you know, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th uh, position uh, to really try and secure yourself a place in the top eight. And then it's just a matter of hoping things fall your way in the final four weeks of the season. You know, maybe you you keep one trade just to give yourself a little bit of security. Um, Yeah, that's that's basically it for that. Uh, Next question. Is it worth downgrading Ablett to Amira since he'll have to step up in Ablett's absence? And I honestly think this is an interesting point, since Omira really isn't having a bad season by any means. He's got a 102 average, he's priced under 500k, uh, so you should make a fair bit of money with a downgrade to him. His form in the past two weeks has been really good as well. Uh, He's scored 112 and 143, and as well, Gold Coast have the Dogs, Lions, Saints, and Blues coming up in the next four weeks, so some relatively easier teams, uh, although that doesn't always matter. I mean, the the more struggling teams sometimes go super defensive and that can really lock down on the, the premium players. So, you know, don't always look at um, bunnies that, you know, some sides tend to have, you know. Like, for example, uh, what is it? Brent Harvey always scores well against Richmond, but then sometimes they really lock down on him and then he can score a 50-odd, but you know, most of the time it works out, but, you know, just uh, don't go all or nothing with with all of your predictions, so, um, with those four teams coming up, the Suns have already played three of them, the Dogs, the Lions, and the Saints this year, and Omira scored 83, 114, and 122 in those three games, so, if you lose, use the logic that Omira will have to step up in Ablett's absence, then it sounds like a good trade to me, um, Something else that I really noticed, though, when I was looking through Gold Coast's list, Dion Presti was having a really good year up until fairly recently. I mean, in the past two weeks where Amira scored really well, Presti has really dropped down to 74 and 76. So maybe Presti and Omira have swapped roles recently. I can't really say. I haven't watched Gold Coast's games that closely. Um, so it's just a guess at this point. Um... On the flip side of all the arguments for getting Omira, though, you could use the argument that because there's no more Ablett, Omira and 
as well as Prestia, I guess, will start to get a lot more attention from Tagus, but it's really hard to tell at this stage. He's definitely a point of difference, though. Uh, this is Omira, so go for your life if you want to put your, your nads on the line. Uh, I think it could really work out, and if I had a couple more trades, then I'd, I'd seriously be considering it. But uh, just on Ablet, though, there's honestly some merit in keeping him in your side. I mean, obviously things will become more clear once a, a more accurate... Uh, prognosis is, is given for his injury, but he'll definitely miss this week. That's that's a given. But next round, that's round 18, is the split round. And uh, Gold Coast play in the second week of the split round. So he got injured on the 5th of July, so that'll give him 22 days. So it's the 27th that the Gold Coast play in round 18. So that's just over three weeks for him to get right from an injury. So if it's uh, something that they think can be treated in that time, then which I think is a legit possibility, honestly. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd really keep my eyes peeled for any Ablett news, but if it's any longer than four weeks, I'd get rid of him. If not, I think he could be back as early as round 18. So, I'm not sure what I'll do yet. Really just wait for that uh, for more news. Uh, next question. Should I keep Jensch and Cade Simpson or upgrade them? Uh, at this point of the season, you obviously brought them in for a reason. I mean, I'd be keeping them if I had them. I don't have either, thankfully. Um, there are much more useful trades that could be done at this point. But why are you looking at trading Jensch anyway? I mean, he scored 103 on the weekend, and sure, he'd had a couple of shockers in the month before that, but he was concussed in one of them, and the other one was the showdown, which is typically, you know, more intense, and maybe they put some real attention into him. So he's also priced at well below what he's worth, um, that's not to say that you should trade him in because he can be in a he can be a bit up and down with the scoring. But what I mean is that you won't get good enough value from upgrading him by trading him out. So if you've got him, keep him. If you don't have him, I wouldn't be trading him in at this point in time. You've got to go for your more consistent scorers. Uh, as for Cade Simpson, yeah, he's having a shocker this past month, but you've got to have faith in your premiums. He he did uh, very well previously in the season, and he may very well put in an average score again this week, but his break-even's only 85. I doubt he'll move much in price this week, so you can really use it as a, a wait-and-see sort of option with him. Um, I'd keep him for one more week, and if he goes sub-80 again, then I'd get rid of him, but, you know, he does have the potential to go really big with his scores. Next question, who is the best forward in terms of getting 100 plus scores? And if we're just talking pure facts, uh, I don't know how much it'll help because basically everybody has him, it's Dustin Martin. He hasn't dropped below 100 since the buy rounds, which is super consistent. Um, Robbie Gray's up there as well. Uh, his sub-100 scores tend to be around the 90 mark, so it's not that big of a deal. And Luke Parker's probably the next best option. He tends to be a bit more erratic, though. I mean, he had a 151 on the weekend, which was great, but in round 13 against Port Adelaide, he dropped as low as 60. So all three of these guys are pretty reliable, so any of them would really be a good option to bring into your side. I'd probably go... Well, I'm assuming everyone has Martin. I'd probably go Robbie Gray, because he tends to fly under the radar still. I only got him in last week, so... Yeah, he pulled out a 114, I think, for me. Um, and the last question is, uh, this person has a team full of premiums currently. Worst player is Ruffy or Dalhouse. Has three, three trades remaining with no coverage in the ruck or backline. Is it worth burning trades for coverage? Uh, first off, you lucky son of a bitch to have uh, Ruffy or Dalhouse as your worst players. Secondly, it's probably not worth it burning trades for coverage. I mean, if those two are your worst players, then I'm guessing that you're pretty set 
for making the finals. Uh, this advice specifically isn't for this one team either. Uh, isn't specifically, sorry. If you're basically locked into a final spot, now isn't the time to be burning these trades. I mean, if you're not going to make finals, you may as well use them now. Or if you're fighting to make finals, sorry, you may as well use them now. But if you are going to make them, you'll really need the trades in the last four weeks of the season if you want to have a decent shot at winning your leagues. I mean, imagine if something similar to this week happens in round 22. And let's just use this guy's example where he doesn't have coverage in the ruck or backline. And imagine... McVeigh, Melcheski, Swallow, and Sandilands get injured. I'd much rather have the trades available so that I could side trade to another premium rather than have a rookie already there as coverage to come in because using a rookie instead will probably cost you about, you know, 30 to 50 points, which can be the difference in Supercoach finals. So, yeah, I mean, with 